Hey, what's going on, guys? Today, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, money and wealth and Amazon stock and why Amazon is killing it, why Facebook is killing it. Um, and also, I'm going to make a little statement about rappers and why rappers can't be job creators. So get comfortable, buck up your seatbelt. We're going to get started on the Black Financial Channel right now. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I am your friendly neighborhood finance professor. At the Black Financial Channel, we talk about black wealth and black economics every day, sometimes as much as 10 times a day under one condition. The condition is that we are black first, and you have to be okay with that. So if you're okay with me uh, being a uh, finance professor who, not, not a finance professor who happens to be black, but a black man who happens to be a finance professor, put a hashtag B1 in the chat, hashtag B1 if you uh, are also blickety black like I am. You ain't got to be black to be here, but we got to have some black pride up in this mug, especially Black History Month. I mean, come on now. So anyway, let me hop into this conversation. Uh, so let, first of all, I'm going to ask you all a question. And I'm really, and then I, I want to make a little statement just because this was on my brain. And when God put something on my mind, I have to share it. It just comes out. Um, <clears throat> how many of you saw that Amazon stock is killing it? How many of you, give me a yes in the chat, if you have seen that Amazon literally shot up 14%. Uh, in the overnight hours. Anybody else see, uh, maybe own some Amazon and uh, see your bank account take a pop-up? Amazon stock did extremely well. Give me a yes in the chat if you saw what was going on with Amazon. It was a very big deal. The stock went up about 14%. Was, that's a pretty big move. Um, it's really interesting. I'm going to break that down for you in a second. Give me a yes if you saw that. Okay. Now, I'm going to ask you all another question. This is my smart aleck. This is my smart aleck. I told you so question. How many of y'all remember last week when I told y'all that I was buying Amazon stock? I told y'all that Amazon was a company that you'd want to own in this condition. How many of y'all remember last week? Give me a yes in the chat. If you were here, when I was talking about Amazon, I mentioned Amazon repeatedly. When I was playing video games on my YouTube channel, that's what we do. We play Call of Duty and we talk stocks because we're getting into gaming. I want to get into the metaverse. So I'm trying to make myself make myself sort of hip and cool and get into everything. Not hip and cool. I'm not. I'm never going to be cool. But, but I want to know what's going down. And so as I'm building my NFT collection and doing all these other things, I've been digging into the metaverse. So I was in the metaverse playing Call of Duty, which is a metaverse game, by the way. They monetize the metaverse. So the metaverse is being monetized through video games, by the way. Fortnite, monetized. Call of Duty, monetized. Grand Theft Auto, monetized. I got people buying big big old mansions, digital mansions in Grand Theft Auto. But like, you know, they'll, they'll be like, we'll give you this $10 million mansion for eight bucks, right? And you can build this fake digital. It's crazy, right? Well, I, we were talking about Amazon last week. Amazon, I remember specifically saying Amazon is my stock pick of the day. And I said it for about two days, right? Not because I knew what their earnings report was going to be, but because Amazon is just special. They just know how to make money. They know how to make money the way Tom Brady knows how to throw touchdowns. So Amazon wasn't an easy, it was an easy kind of prediction. You know, it, it's not like, because remember right now what you're dealing with is a changing stock market where because the conditions have changed, it's become much more difficult to make money. Before in the pandemic, everybody could throw darts to the wall and their stocks are going to go up because everything went up. So that's why you had people that uh, that were online saying, I'm a stock market expert. And they literally started investing during the pandemic. And because they made some money, they were like, oh, I can show you how to do what I do. Well, now it's getting a little bit tougher. Now you've got to be able to discern. Now you've got categories of stocks that are going to cause you to lose everything. And so a lot of people are running. They're like, oh, run, get out because stock market is bad. Stock market ain't never been bad. The stock market is like a it's like a pit bull. You know, it's like a pit bull. If you pet it right, it'll be your best friend. But if you touch it, if you 
poke it in his butt, it's going to bite your arm off, right? So the stock market has become a little bit of a pit bull where there are some companies and some trends that people were following that were incredibly unhealthy that were causing people to lose money. And Amazon is one of those companies that is a, a great place to put money. Uh, now the stock is a little higher. Now it's a little more expensive, but even at a more expensive price, I still think Amazon is a good place to go in my view. Now, here's another thing I was thinking about today. I just, this is almost a little bit independent of this, but it's kind of connected, right? Because it's about Amazon. So let me just share this thought. All right. So, you, you know, when I think about rappers, right, when, when um, I told you guys I had one conversation with Kanye West, that's only I've only talked to him. Well, maybe it was, was it twice or once? I think it was. Yeah, it was one time. That's right. I should remember the time I talked to Kanye. I mean, he's Kanye. It's important, right? Well, anyway, I remember we known each other for about 18 seconds. And I remember him saying to me that he's worth, you know, $4 billion or something. And I mean, I, I guess he didn't know me well enough to know that I just don't give a shit. I don't care how much money I don't. That whole bragging about money, that's just not my style. I'm not into that, right? Maybe, maybe, you know, hip-hop fans are into that, right? Because people like rappers who brag and tell you how they're better than you. And they that's weird. That's You shouldn't think narcissism is cool. But low self-esteem people maybe think narcissism is a good thing. Like, oh, he thinks he's great, so he must really be great. No, he's just saying it because it's, it's childish to me, to be honest with you. But, but, but I listened. I said, oh, nice, nice. So then my next question is, okay, so what are you doing with that money? What's going to happen with that money? So I saw Kanye on, um, what was that show? Uh, the Drink Champs, where, you know, I hope they're not drinking too much because they're going to have liver and kidney disease in a few years. Like when you start getting around 45 or 50, you, you, you don't want to be the drink champ when you're 50 years old. It's cool when you're 20. But when you're 50, you're the drink champ. You're the dirty alcoholic that, that falls asleep on, on, on the porch on your way to pick up the kids. And the kids are like, why am I going to step over daddy? Daddy puked on himself. I don't want to be around daddy. Daddy scares me, right? But so you don't want to really be a drink champ when you're 50, but maybe when you're 20, I guess it's seems cool. I have no idea. But anyway, on Drink Champs, Kanye made a statement where he said, um, once I'm worth a trillion dollars, I'm going to give every black person a hundred thousand dollars. I said, that is like the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life. I, you're telling me that you can't, that being a billionaire isn't enough, right? You got to be a trillionaire. Really? I mean, you know, it's, it's literally a statement from outer space. And and, uh, and here's the deal. Here's what I was thinking. I, it's not to say he's a bad person, that he wouldn't do anything good for black people or good for the world. I think he can. It's his, his money, his life, whatever. But here's what here's a benchmark I want you to kind of consider. This is for the grownups in the room, for people that actually want to challenge. We, we were reading Black Labor, White Wealth last night by Dr. Claude Anderson. And one thing he said is that you have to challenge your celebrities to have a code of conduct, just like the Jewish community does. They challenge people. That's why Whoopi ain't got a job right now. It's because they're not gonna let you just get away with no nonsense, right? So, um, so, so, so here's the deal. I think that anybody who is out here bragging about how much money they have, this is my new rule. Anybody out here who's bragging about how rich they are should be challenged to create jobs for black people. Yeah, you know, it, it, to me, I'm not gonna measure you by how much money you have, how many Lambos you have, how many Gucci belts you have, how many Prada bags you bought, or how much, how many Fendi bags. I think the Fendi bags are the ones that are like five thousand dollars a piece, or whatever that, or or maybe it's something. I, I get them all mixed up. I want to look at how many jobs you've created, and I don't want to hear you tell me you created, you know, eight jobs for your best homeboys. I I want to, you know, can, did you create twenty thousand jobs? Jeff Bezos, and this is where Kanye comes in, and Jeff Bezos and Amazon. This is ties it all together. Jeff Bezos with Amazon has, did y'all know this? Give me a yes or no if you knew this. He has created 1.6 million jobs, 1.6 million jobs for a lot of people, mostly white. You know, he's, he's a job creator. Elon Musk has probably created two or 300,000 jobs or more. 
with SpaceX and Tesla. So when a rapper or anybody comes to me and says, or he gets on the album and says, look at how much money I have. I'm paid. I'm paid. I'm paid. Paid. Right. Right. Any anybody who brags about how paid they are. My next question will be, OK, a grow, when a grown man is paid like that, he's supposed to be create. He's supposed to be an economic God. He should, he should have the ability to manifest a reality that doesn't just elevate him above everyone else. Everyone else should be elevating with you. There should be what in economics and statistics, we refer to this as a correlation. A correlation is where different entities move and move together. So, so your wealth should be tied and tethered to the wealth of the entire black community. So if you're getting richer, pay attention now. Give me a yes if you're following what I'm saying. Listen, give me a yes. Tell me you're getting what I'm saying. If you're getting richer and your people are getting poorer, then you ain't done nothing. You ain't done nothing but but ran your mouth on the record. Seriously, I, I, now, now white folks might love that. They might love to pay black men to get on the stage and call, them the, call themselves the N-word or whatever and make you feel like you're a man because all these little Beckys are screaming in the crowd. But I'm not impressed by that. I'm going to hold you to a higher standard because I've been reading guys like Dr. Claude Anderson, a grown-ass man who wrote some of the greatest books in the history of all mankind. And he told me to tell you that before you go bragging about how much money you got, why don't you brag about how many people you've helped before you rap about the fact that you're from the hood? Why don't you show me how the condition of the hood has improved because you went off and became the prodigal son who went off and got successful and brought some wealth back and resources back. Seriously. I mean, think about this. I mean, am I, am I crazy? Uh, is, is this, is this, is this, am I a weirdo for saying that Look, if I go off and if my family's starving to death and I say, and I say, I went, I went down the block and got some food and mama, I ate good. And I start rapping to mama, my mama here starving to death. She, you know, she, she got flies on the face and a big bloated belly. Cause she ain't ate for two weeks. I'm like, mama, look how good I ate. And I'm still, I'm doing selfies like with me in the restaurant and telling mama how good I ate. My mama's starving to death. What kind of man am I? And what kind of community? Are you, when you allow that BS to pass, when you allow grown ass men to do these things? Now, this is not about Kanye West. I brought up Kanye because Kanye is the guy who brags about being a billionaire. Don't brag about being a billionaire, brother. Brag about being a job creator. When you can show me you created 10,000 jobs, that 10,000 people have jobs because you leveraged your wealth to do that, you've developed industry, then I'm impressed. Same thing with Jay-Z, anybody who's just known for being rich. Do you understand? Give me a yes in the chat if you follow what I'm saying. All right. So do me a favor. <clears throat> Hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Share, subscribe if you haven't done it yet. By the way, if you want guidance on the stock market, uh, my PhD is in finance. You know this. My specialty is stock market investing. We meet for class every Tuesday for uh, until Saturday night. You can join my class for 48% off. It's a big price dip. So you can do uh, you can do a monthly membership or you can do a lifetime membership. Uh, the discount lasts until uh, Friday night, or sorry, Saturday night at midnight. So feel free to go take a look. Actually, 65% off lifetime, 48% off monthly. It ends at midnight on Saturday. At that point, the discount goes away. So if you'd like to join the class, feel free to hop in. It's really, really good. There's a money back guaranteed. You're going to love it. So if you're interested, go to boyswalkins.com and find the link. It's right there at the top, or you can hit the link in the bio if you're on Instagram. Now let's talk about Amazon in terms of why Amazon is making more money than Pablo Escobar. They are making corporate dope dealer money right now. Um, Amazon, I believe their quarterly revenue was something like $112 billion in a quarter. 
Who makes $100 billion in the quarter? I mean, my good Lord Jesus, that's that's a ton of money. And, and it's beautiful. Let me just tell you why this is beautiful to me, because a lot of y'all have kids who are just like Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos was a techie back in the day. Some of y'all got sons and daughters who are really, really smart with math, really, really good with computers, really, really good with they can design apps. They can they, they take in a coding class. They're just like Jeff Bezos. And what I want you to do is make sure you don't let those kids get caught in the job trap where they're thinking, oh, I'm good with computers. I can go get a job as a computer programmer and make $80,000 a year. No, no. You could also be an entrepreneur and go make $100 million a year. How about that? How about how, what's better, $100 million or $80,000? I don't know. It depends. I mean, not everybody's cut out to be an entrepreneur. And I'm not here to tell everybody that you're a sucker if you go get a job. This is not one of those job shaming talks. But it's one of those things to say that some of our people just got that little bit of extra sauce. Some of our people are just like, like our son is six foot eight, six foot eight. He's not going to fit in a room where the ceiling is 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 six feet tall. Right. It, we, we can we can fit in there. He can't because he's just a little bit taller. So some of your kids are the intellectual version of being a little bit taller where they need a little bit of space. They need some wide open space. They don't need a ceiling. Right. So a job is not a good fit for some of your children, especially some of your your, your sons and daughters that are super ambitious and really want to be great. So pay attention. I read the whole bio of Jeff Bezos twice because I like to know where geniuses come from and his his understanding of technology and that nerdiness that might have been seen as a liability at one point is his ultimate asset. He's making more money than everyone, partly because he's just smarter than everybody. And he's a bigger nerd than everybody. So don't make fun of the nerds. Ladies, you better hang next to that nerd because he, he might be he might be rolling in $100 million a year one day. All right. So anyway, that cool guy is going to be the one who's going to get you pregnant and abandon your kids. Anyway, so let me keep going. Uh, so, so Amazon... Um, uh, they, they've increased the price of Amazon Prime, which is another reason why Amazon's a good company to be invested in during this tough time, because Amazon stock, um, Amazon has pricing power. Pricing power is important during an inflationary period because prices are going up, which means you know consumption goes down. They're worried about an economic downturn. Amazon is just built to withstand all of that. They've also got this amazing web services business that's just killing it, making insane amounts of money. Their advertising business made $10 billion in the quarter. So Amazon's just kind of, Amazon's sneaky because they'll just pop up out of nowhere and say, oh, we have this little business over here we never talked to you all about. Oh, it made an extra $30 billion. Like they'll just do something like that. So I'm suspecting that they're always going to have these little surprises. I, I really am excited about what they're going to do with their space ventures and things like that. Now, let's talk about Facebook for a minute. Facebook, you know, give me a yes or no if you saw what happened with Facebook stock. Facebook stock got, got slaughtered this week. Facebook stock dropped more than it's dropped in a long time. Um, and what's interesting is that a lot of analysts are basically saying that Facebook stock still isn't finished dropping, which is kind of like, whoa, whoa, I'm, I'm going to pull it up on my screen so you guys can kind of see just what that dip looks like. So they're really actually surprisingly not saying to go and buy this dip in Facebook. And, uh, and part of what is going on, in, in my view, is that they're a little bit concerned about the fact that Facebook didn't just have bad numbers, they had bad guidance, meaning they had bad uh, predictions for what they're going to do in the future. It's one thing if I say, I've got a temporary problem that's going to go away next month. It's another thing if I say, yeah, I got a temporary problem, but it's really indicative of a long-term issue. So if you look at Facebook stock, if you're on drboystv.com or, the, or uh, the Black Financial Channel, you can see this right now, right here. So you see this big, gigantic dip. I mean, like it's falling off a cliff. Uh, and you can see that Facebook uh, got hit pretty hard for a couple of reasons. One, their their user growth is actually slowing down. They're not 
They're, they've actually, I think they had negative user growth, negative average monthly user growth or something like that. So Facebook's platform is getting a little bit stale, apparently. It's, but the thing about it is it was growing so fast that when you have a company that's growing that fast, just slowing down in growth. Can, can be a problem. So that's what they call the second derivative problem. The second derivative problem is it's like you're driving down the road and you're going 80 miles an hour. And then you go from 80 miles an hour to 75 miles an hour. And they, they say, oh my God, you're, you're going so slow. And you're like, I'm going 75 miles an hour, dude. What are you talking about? That's kind of what happens with stock prices. Or if they say, whoa, wait a minute. Last time uh, you, you accelerated, you went from 50 to 55. Now this time you went from 55 to 56. So you're increasing, but you're increasing that at a decreasing rate, right? So, so you have these second and third derivative analyses. If you're mathematical, you know what I'm talking about when I say derivatives. It's 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 kind of like tough. It's really tough for these companies to meet those expectations. So here's where uh, people are saying Zuckerberg might have made a mistake. I don't know if he made a mistake or not yet. I think it's premature to say this. They found out that that okay. So pay attention now. Facebook just changed its name to Meta. Does everybody know that? Give me a yes if you know that, that Facebook is no longer Facebook. If you look up Facebook stock, if you look up FB the ticker symbol, you will not find Facebook anywhere. Facebook is not Facebook anymore, which is so weird. It was the weirdest thing ever. So Facebook was in the middle of a controversy where there was a lady who used to work next to them who basically went around saying terrible things about the company. So they were being hauled in front of government agencies all around the world, <clears throat> and it created a lot of problems. So now Facebook is no longer Facebook. Facebook is now Meta. So this was a huge signal. This was like, yes, we have seen something that y'all ain't seen. In finance, we refer to this as the signaling effect. That's what this is referred to in research, the signaling effect. So when Zuckerberg goes out and does something so bold as to say, we ain't Facebook no more. We're Meta. We meta, y'all. Then people are like, holy crap, meta. We better get in the metaverse because Zuckerberg is Jesus. He knows everything, right? So everybody's metaverse, 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 right? That, that was the talk of the town. Uh, NFTs have now become the talk of the town, driven by the metaverse conversation. So Zuckerberg is the leader in this space for the most part, right? So, so Zuckerberg comes back and everybody lines up at the earnings report and they're like, how much money did you make in the metaverse, Mark? Tell us, Mark, tell us how much money you made in the metaverse. And he's like, actually, we lost money in the metaverse. It's like, womp, womp, womp. You're like, what? You're, you're losing. Wait, this, so this new thing you're doing, this new thing, you just let, renamed your company after this venture. And not only did you lose money, but it looks like you're going to lose a ton of money for a long time. That's a problem. That's a big problem. That's like you, that's like somebody saying, I left my husband for this great new guy. And you're talking to your sister like, oh, wow, he must be something special if you don't, because Billy was a good man. You don't Billy to be with Joe. And then she comes back and she's like, yeah, Joe, um, he gave me a disease and he beat my ass last week. And you're like, wait, so this is the horse you're betting on now? You're betting on Joe? And she's like, yeah, things might get better one day, but I don't think that they will. Well, that's a problem. That's a big problem, right? Your faith in your sister's ability to choose her relationships has suddenly plummeted because she she left the good man to go be with the bad man. So people think that Facebook left its relationship with so, with existing social media to move into this thing called the metaverse. They're under the assumption that this must be a profitable move, that Facebook is going to come back with a whammy. They're going to come back and show that they're making more money than, than, than anybody in this new space that nobody understands. And they come back and say that, no, we didn't actually make money. We lost billions in this space and we're going to keep losing billions for a very long time. That's an issue. So Facebook stock has been punished. A lot of people have lost faith in Facebook's ability to make money. 
I personally think it could be an overreaction to the stock. So I'm closely looking at the analyses because I really don't believe Facebook is that terrible of a company. I'm just going to give you my two cents on it. I think there's some redemption there. But what is really a little bit tough right now in, in, in terms of understanding what's going on is that a lot of these stocks are significantly, severely, severely, severely overvalued. So, um, so you know, with Facebook drops that much, you're like, oh, my God, that's terrible. But the thing was, some would say Facebook was a bloated stock in the first place. So if I show you another chart, actually, I'm going to do this. Hit the thumbs up button. Please hit the thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. And uh, also, like I said, if you want to join the stock market investing class uh, for the discount, please feel free to go to boycewalkins.com. Or if you're on Instagram, you can hit the link in the bio. I'd love to have you in class. And you can leave me questions, and I'll answer your questions each week. And uh, I can guide you through all of this. This is what I do. This is what I love. All right, so let me show you all the Facebook stock price over the last five years. Now here's here's the thing. This is the the gold that the, the you know the, the gold mine that many of us just walked right past. If you go back five years with Facebook and you were consistently investing in Facebook, you can see that you would have earned a seventy seven percent return. Now is that as high as some of the other companies out here? No, it's not. But it's still pretty dang good. It's still pretty good, right? So if you you know had bought you know way back then, you could have bought it at what about one hundred and twenty something like that. Now it's two thirty seven. Um, it was as high as it reached a peak of 376. So if you were buying up here, then you're probably a little sad. If, if you're buying here, are you going to be happy? Or are you going to be sad? Nobody knows. Because even at a, at a market price of 237, the valuation of the company is still $661 billion. So nobody, the, the, the challenging scenario you're running into, this is where us experts kind of get you know, we, we kind of scratch our heads and stay up at night is nobody really knows exactly what these companies are really worth. We have financial models that can tell you certain things. But right now, some of the ratios that are typically used to value a stock price are still way out of whack. They're still incredibly high. So <clears throat> so don't ever think that the market has definitely hit a bottom. You don't know. It could keep on going down and go down another 10, 20, 30, 40 percent. And so what if you want to know just in, in, in short what I'm doing in this space, I'm leaning toward companies that are just solid, that just know how to make money. Um, I like I like 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 Disney. I think Disney is there. There you go. If you want my stock pick of the day, let's say Disney. Um, I believe Disney is going to um, do well when the economy fully reopens. I believe it's going to reopen. Let me tell you why I think the economy is going to reopen. I think now that the whole world caught that Omicron thing. Like, like, like basically the virus was like, okay, you can have a zero COVID policy if you want to, but we're going to bust the door down and we're going to get in there regardless. It's like trying to keep smoke from coming into the cracks in the windows or whatever, right? It's in there now, right? Everybody not had it. You've been forced to confront your fears. It's almost like you're scared to jump in the pool and they pushed you in the water. And now you realize that it wasn't as cold as you thought. You, you realize you're not going to die when you fall in the pool. 99.9% .9 of us did not die from this virus. Well, I just saw a study today. Tell me if y'all saw this. If you follow if my Instagram, the real voice Watkins. you probably if you're on my Instagram, you might have seen it. If you haven't seen it, look at that video. There was a study in England. Did anybody see? Give me a yes or no if you saw this, where they deliberately injected unvaxxed people with the virus. Did y'all see that? Like people that unjabbed, they did not, not people who were protected. Air quotes. That's, that's debatable, right? But the people who didn't have the protect, they literally deliberately gave them the virus because they wanted to study what would happen, right? And do you know what happened? It was 30, un it was 30 healthy people. Not one of them, not one person died. In fact, almost none of them even got sick. All of them had very mild symptoms, right? So, so to me, I said, okay, if y'all are comfortable enough now 
Because remember back in the day, remember like about a year ago, they said, if you don't get that jab, then you're going to die and it's going to be terrible and your family's going to be at your funeral, right? They they made you feel that way. Like, you and you don't, you can't go to the movies with us because you're going to kill everybody. Not only were you going to die, but you're going to kill everybody around you, right? Hey, and I'm not making fun of you. You can make whatever the choice you make, but y'all get, y'all can't, come on, tell me the truth. There wasn't a little bit of overreaction. Come on, just raise your hand. Raise your hand if you think there was, give me a guess if you think there was a little bit of overreaction, right? So we went from that to like shut it all down, we're all gonna die, to literally they're doing studies where they're in deliberately injecting people with the virus just to see what's gonna happen. So that tells me that we're pretty much gonna get back to normal on some level at some point, right? Even if we don't officially, Dr. Fauci will still be over here you know, making money for big pharma, whatever the hell he does. Uh, but but I believe, I believe the economy is gonna get back to normal, which means companies like Disney, I believe are gonna really get their footing. Because Disney benefited so much from the pandemic. Disney got forced to get gangster with Netflix. And now they're competing with Netflix. Now, if you go to the, into the online, um, you know, online ecosystem, if you go into you know, even metaverse, you're going to find Disney in there like just making money like nobody's business. They're going to be like the rich guy at the club. They're going to have all the money. But then Disney also knows how to make money outside. They know how to make money outside. They make big money from sports. They make amazing amounts of money from their parks. They make tons of money from their cruises. So once all that comes to play, I, I believe what's going to occur is that Disney is going to come out with an earnings announcement that's going to blow the socks off all of this. I don't know the date of the earnings report. I'm going to go look it up. But I have positioned myself to get some Disney and just be waiting for when it's going to happen. Because also, as this economy gets a little weird and the Fed creates a lot of uncertainty, a lot of these stable companies are the place you want to be. So that's my two cents on the issue. That's what I'm seeing. Uh, and uh, and I hope you guys make money. And we can talk about more stocks. If you And by the way, the benefit of joining the class, if you want to join us, is that if you have a stock I didn't talk about here and you want me to look into this stock for you, I will come to class. I will look it up and I'll tell you whether or not I would buy that stock. It's not investment advice. But I will tell you whether I would add that stock to my portfolio or not. So that's one of the benefits you can have. So you can come in and leave me questions. So feel free to sign up for the class. The discount lasts until Sunday night, 48% off the monthly option or 65% off if you want to just jump in for life. Uh, and uh, and then you can begin. You can leave me your questions. You can leave me whatever it is you want to do. We're here to help you. Okay, so feel free to go to boyswalkins.com or if you're on Instagram, click the link in the bio. I'm out of here, guys. God bless you. Thank you for listening. It was real. My wife and I will do a pillow talk again soon. And if you haven't seen that, just go to voiceandalishatv.com. We do a lot of stuff over there too. All right, guys. I hope that, I hope this helps you. Love you. Take care. God bless you. Peace. 